G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Let's turn our attention to schools in Victoria. The Victorian opposition leader Matthew Guy's commitment to amend the Equal Opportunity Act allowing for the right of a faith-based organisation to employ a person that aligns with the religious organisation's values has been welcomed by Christian school communities across the state of Victoria. Let's get some insights into developments. Mark Spencer is Director of Public Policy at Christian Schools Australia. Mark, a special welcome back to 2020. Thanks again for having me, Neil. Mark, how significant is it that the opposition leader in Victoria has... Uh, agreed to look at things a little differently if he wins power? Well, it's it's certainly a very significant uh, development for Victoria. We've seen uh, a number of years now of increasing constraints on religious freedom across that state by the current Andrews government in a, a number of different ways. And uh, there's been a lot of pressure on the opposition to uh, you know, accept those sort of changes and support them. There's a, a very progressive agenda down in Victoria. So uh, on the one hand, this is a, a, a very significant shift, a very significant commitment by the by the opposition. On the other hand, it, it really shouldn't be that controversial. How how controversial should it be for religious bodies to be able to ensure people who share their faith in the same way that political parties do? There's some new polling that indicates the majority of Australians support the right for religious bodies to employ people according to their ethos. How does that detail look in the polling? Yeah, we've been consistently polling uh, uh, Australians uh, for the last uh, three or four years now. And uh, the, the latest polling shows once again that three-quarters of Australians actually support our right, uh, the right of faith-based schools, to employ someone who shares their beliefs when those uh, beliefs are stated up front, which we think is fair and reasonable. We, we're happy to tell people who we are, what we believe, and what they'll need to ascribe to if they come to teach in one of our schools or operate as a member of staff in one of our schools. And uh, you know that's supported by people across Australia and across the political spectrum. Mark, you're suggesting, even predicting, a lawyer's picnic if there are not some changes and the freedom for Christian schools to be able to employ staff according to their ethos. What are your thoughts around what will happen if there is not some sort of relaxation and change? Yeah, well, the current laws in Victoria, the amendments that came into force uh, in, in June this year, so they haven't been in place for much time yet. Um, but what they do is they just make uh, impose so many conditions and so many requirements, so many boxes to be ticked for faith-based schools, um, not just Christian schools, but Islamic schools, Jewish schools, schools of other faiths, to, to be able to show that you're able to employ staff who share your beliefs. Now, it sh- really shouldn't be that hard. And by the way, it's not just schools. I, I'm obviously talking about schools, but that's where I work. But the same requirements apply to churches in Victoria as well. So churches in Victoria have to go through and show why, for a particular position within the church, 
they need to employ someone of that faith. Now, that just seems manifestly absurd to most people when you talk about it in that way. The recent controversy with Andrew Thorburn and the Essendon Football Club, is that likely to have any sort of effect on uh, the way that discussions might unfold around schools? I think it will. I think that uh, that situation really um, raised the, the, this issue to the attention of, of a lot of people. Um, you know, for, for us, our faith is important. For, for many people in Australia, football is almost their faith. It's, it's important. So it really got some media attention and made, made it clear. And the important thing to note here, of course, is this was a man who, who suffered what was very clearly religious discrimination, probably unlawful religious discrimination, um, simply on the basis of his association with the church uh, and uh, some things that they stated. So you know, there was no nuance here. There was no, no sense of trying to work out uh, what, what he believed or, or unpack some of the, the statements that were made you know, back in 2013. But it was just a very crude, very aggressive bullying response that, uh, you know, really, I think, uh, made many people aware, possibly for the first time, this, this problem is, is real. This is why we need that religious discrimination bill at a federal level. What are your thoughts about human rights, uh, fundamental human rights that apply across the board and not uh, leaving Christians on a sideline? Any thoughts here? Yeah, I mean, fundamental human rights are meant to be exactly that, fundamental. They're meant to be inalienable. We don't get to choose, as the expert panel on religious freedom said back in 2018, we don't get to choose some we protect and some we don't. We, we need to do both. That's what our international obligations are. That's what we're required to do under the international covenants we've signed up for. See, so governments can't pick and choose which rights they'll protect and which ones they'll ignore. They don't have that, that ability under, under law, and nor should they. These are meant to be inalienable human rights. Yet the government seemed to want to take them away based on popular opinion. The laws that came into effect in June are not just about the ethos of a school and employment conditions, but uh, you've got concerns also around a compliance burden that there is on faith-based schools? Yeah, that's all part of the, the box checking t- ticking you have to go through to actually ensure you can employ staff safely and making sure all your documentation is uh, uh, very clear about who you are. And, and we try to do that, obviously, but you know, no one's perfect in, in that area. And uh, making sure you have people check and double check and triple check those things because they're the sort of things that lawyers will just pick apart if you've made even the, the slightest mistake in those documents. Mark, Christian Schools Australia, are there efforts being made to alert communities in Victoria as to which side of the political spectrum is supporting Christian schools and which side is not? Yeah, there certainly is a, is a campaign happening across a number of different organisations and many uh, groups in Victoria are, are really encouraging people in that state to think very carefully about their vote in the upper house. Um, there is a, a bicameral system of government in Victoria, so often it's the upper house. And those last vote or two in the upper house, that can really make a difference whether legislation is passed or not passed. And that's probably going to be the, the most critical thing. And uh, for many people, they're now, now saying, look at some of the minor parties and, and see what their positions are on some of these things. Because often some minor parties who have a, a very real 
probably disproportionate say in what laws get passed. Mark, at this time of the campaign in Victoria, with the state election coming up at the end of November, are both sides answering your calls? Uh, You're obviously making approaches to Labor as well as the Liberal Party. Are they responsive to you? I think we've seen, uh, you know, in, in the media generally that uh, um, you know, faith-based groups are struggling to get uh, the government's attention um, and get their responses on some of these issues. And there are, I think there have been very high-profile calls from uh, Archbishop Comensoli down there, the Catholic Archbishop, for the government to, to listen more to people of faith. We're hoping that, uh, you know, between now and the election that, that that'll happen and we'll, we'll get some... Uh, Uh, a more bipartisan view around these issues. No doubt there'll be parents listening in who have children enrolled in uh, schools, uh, independent Christian schools, part of the Christian Schools Australia uh, Corral. Uh, What sort of things are you saying to parents that they ought to be uh, talking to their local MP about? Well, certainly for parents in Victoria, um, talking to their local MP, asking them where they stand on religious freedom asking them how they're going to stop things like the Andrew uh, Thorborn issue happening again. And what are the protections for individual Christians in Victoria, people of faith in Victoria, and also faith-based organisations, which really are just a collection of of people of faith coming together. How are governments going to ensure that that right to manifest your religion, uh, not just by yourself, but also in community with others, which is the phrase in international law, how is the government going to protect that human right. Well, we know that Christian schools have been growing, in fact, bursting at the seams, numbers-wise, and a state election coming up in Victoria, there's challenging times ahead if legislation isn't in favour of Christian schools employing staff who agree with their religious ethos. So for listeners to connect with Christian Schools Australia, Mark Spencer is Director of Public Policy. You can connect with Mark through csa.edu.au. No doubt there's some information there and resource that you can access. csa.edu.au. Mark Spencer, thanks so much for sharing an update with us today on 2020. Pleasure as always, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 